Hi guys, and welcome to another video podcast. If you're not familiar, I do have a podcast where you can listen to it if you're in the car or whatever. It's really just kind of your preference, maybe what you're doing with the day. And they're also quite chatty, so grab a cup of coffee and like we can just get started. Uh, I do have a plan of what I want to talk about today, and that is how to finish the year strong. I personally am such a goal setter. I just love New Year's. It's my favorite holiday of all time and we're halfway through the year right now which is a great time to reflect on maybe the things that we forgot about that we were going to do with the year and there's still like plenty of time in the year where you could definitely achieve some things that you had in mind. So here's my plan on how to live the rest of the year to the fullest. When I was engaged to Zach, one thing that someone told me was, Bethany, just squeeze every little bit of happiness out of this moment. And I've kind of kept that with me, and I've tried to put that in practice, not only when we were in our engagement time, but also like through our marriage and just, you know, being a daily living human. (laughs) It's really important to set intention, and that's really the goal of everything that I talk about here is, What am I intentionally trying to do with my life, with my clothes, with anything that I buy? Am I doing it with intention? Am I doing it with like leaning into my own thoughts and and not just being influenced by what other people are saying I should buy or trends I should follow, etc. Okay, that's a rant. That's a tangent. I'm going to stay on track here. The first thing that I want to talk about today is a little tip that I learned from my book, that I have right here. It's called High Performance Habits. And I'm halfway through the book right now. I've been reading it all year and taking little nuggets of advice and putting them into practice. And one little nugget that I want to share is to when you're in between moments like, okay, a good example is if you're trying to go through traffic and you're in really heavy traffic and you drive home and now you've got to walk into your house and see people that you know and love. That's a moment in your life when you breathe, release, and set intention. And I feel like that sounds so geeky and cheesy when I say it, but it works so well because it makes you live in the moment. It sets intention and you're letting go of whatever you just dealt with. And there's several moments in the day where this is important. It could be when you wake up to when you stand out of your, like stand up out of your bed to when you go work out, to after your workout, and like just moving through those moments in your day is just to breathe, release, and set intention. And actually, quite a few of the tips that I want to talk about today are from this book that I'm reading. I feel like I am such a geek when it comes to goal setting. I love New Year's. It's my favorite. But also, I just... I just listen to all sorts of podcasts about goal setting and achieving your dreams and all of these things. I just love to write down my list of goals and not only look at them once a year, but actually break them down into little tiny pieces and put them into practice and then look back at the end of the year and see how much that I can put together as like a paragraph of what I accomplished that year. And that thought of just winning, that winning mindset just puts me in this propeller of trying to win more and achieve more. And it's just something I really love to talk about. I love to do. I'll put any resources, by the way, that I love to listen to down in the description text. So look there. If I forget to mention one, I will definitely list it down below. 
So this kind of brings me to the next topic that I want to talk about, which is to set specific goals. What you don't want to do whenever you set goals, and maybe you're looking back at the goals that you made in January, and it looks something like this. Drink more water, exercise more, I don't know, like things like that that are relative. They're, they're not really measurable. You don't know when you've achieved them, and you're likely to have forgotten why you were going to do that in the first place. So instead, I like to set specific goals that are in categories so that I feel well-rounded in my life. Uh, I believe it was Michael Hyatt described this as pegs in a wheel where each peg is a category in your life and you need all of those pegs in your life to turn the wheel. I believe Dan Miller has talked about this too. He has a book called 48 Days to the Work You Love. It was so moving and, and really helped me think about the things that I like to do in my life that I could make careers out of. So some specific goals that I like to set are how many ounces of water I wanna drink in a day. I actually asked my dietitian how many I should be drinking. Some people have different views on this, but yeah, it's just really interesting to be able to set measurable goals and then make them ones that you can win at. Some people like to overachieve without actually breaking down baby steps of how to get there. I would say baby steps are so key. So my goals list not only includes specific goals, I have some that are high, far-fetched, if you will, that I don't even know how to get there. They're just a dream. And so then what I want to do is break them down into baby steps that I know I can start moving that direction now. And then I, from there, try to figure out things I could do every day or every week or whatever that could set me on that goal of actually putting it into practice. My third tip is kind of related to that is putting it in my calendar. I use my calendar, specifically iCal, for everything. I use it not only like everyone else in the world, like a schedule, but I also use it as a to-do list and a journal. So what I do is I will have my day planned out I have maybe just a little chicken scratch list of things to do on paper, but then I want to actually take it to my calendar and put them as to-do items. The to-do items, I make all-day events that I put at the top of my day when I think I can do that. So if, it's, if tomorrow I think, yes, I can definitely do this item tomorrow, that's going to be in my calendar as an all-day event. And then when I actually feel like I can find time to do it, I'm going to drag that item down in my day and find a time to do it. This also works as a journal because the next week, I can look back at what I did this week and kind of assess what there was to do in that week. So I can look back too and see them color coordinated if you want to get really techy and really, really into the calendar thing. I like to color coordinate so that I can look past it, look at my past week and see where, how much I worked out or when I worked out. Did I miss days that I really shouldn't have? Should I have been resting more? Like you want to put rest time on there too. And that's another reason why color coordinating works is because instead of looking at my last week and seeing just blocks of time, it looks really busy. Like I worked a lot when really... I might have been watching Netflix or whatever, like stuff that isn't work, which is also very appropriate. Rest time is really important. And that brings me to my next point, which is the idea of a work-life balance. 
a work-life balance can be a bit of a mystery or a myth or a lot of people debate how to make that work or how much you should how many hours you should be putting into rest versus work I actually don't think it has anything to do with hours it has more to do with the quality of time that's actually what this book is talking about too I just stumbled up upon this exact topic when I was coming up with ideas for this in this idea of a work-life balance I've been trying to sort this out in my own life anyways how many hours should you be working versus maybe working out? They're not going to be the same amount of hours, right? So it has to do more with quality. It has to do with more with fulfillment. Uh, Michael Hyatt has an amazing assessment on this where you can assess how strong do you feel in your fitness or your health right now? Uh, how fulfilled do you feel in your career right now? And that could be a sign that you could shift things around in your day. There's another piece of advice, which is to look back at your last week and see how much time was spent on things that really didn't matter, that you could have completely gotten rid of in your day. Like for me, that would definitely be emails. <laughs> I subscribe to so many emails <laughs> and I just think that I spend a whole lot of time trying to sort through everything and I just feel like even the sorting through is time not spent to the best of of what I could have been doing and so instead I can completely eliminate parts of my day that I'm spending a, an enormous amount of work time and instead actually do something more productive with my time that I love doing Another way that you can do this is to delegate anything that maybe you're just not particularly good at or enjoy. Like one thing I started doing when I came to a bigger city is grocery delivery is no joke. It saves me so much time that I really didn't like doing. I don't particularly enjoy getting my groceries, especially if there's a lot of them. And so once a week, maybe not even once a week, maybe like once every couple weeks or even once a month, I will get my groceries delivered when I need to have that happen the most. And that has helped me to instead spend time creating videos or working out or spending time with family or anything, like you name it. And so finding little pockets of time where maybe you could be doing something else that you are irreplaceable at, that is so worth your time on things that you love doing. It doesn't necessarily have to have a dollar sign attached to it of how much you're making or not making or whatever. Instead, focus on how much fulfillment you're getting out of that time. And that, my friends, is how you're going to make 2019 your year. And I feel like this is a blessed moment because the sun just popped through really bright. And I just feel like this is my moment to speak my truth, which is I love goal setting and I feel like it really is how I make the most of my year. And I swear the thing that you really need to do though, after you look back on everything that you've accomplished in 2019, write them down, make sure that you're writing down every little small increment of achievement that you've, you've done, that you've wanted to start putting into your life and having fulfillment in write down everything in more of a paragraph form of things that you accomplished for the year. And you can do that now. You don't have to wait till it's December. You can do that, you know, as soon as you have created a good amount of lists of things that you've accomplished for the year and 
maybe even write another paragraph of things that you would love to see in your life that you could make happen with the rest of these six months. My final tip has absolutely nothing to do with things like calendars and to-do lists and all that, but actually something that you can start putting into your own daily routine when you're talking with other people, and that is to speak positively and adding positive comments into your daily conversations. One way that I did this is when I was about 18, I found that I had one absolutely amazing friend that just was like the best friendship that I've ever experienced before. And what I did is I made up my mind to just never speak poorly about that person under any circumstance to anybody, even just like jokingly or whatever. And what ended up happening with that friendship is that I felt personally very strongly that there was nothing that could have been twisted or misunderstood. So when I was talking specifically with that person, we had no, no boundaries or any like secrets or, or weird stuff. And it was just an honest, good friendship. Then I started doing that with more and more people in my life to where people started taking notice that when everyone else was kind of chumming it up about somebody jokingly and that I didn't really participate in that so much. And they, in turn, found that they could confide in me about anything and it would never get out to anybody else. And that had its own ramifications in my life when I would just try to be a more positive person, when I would try to think positively about other people. That's not to say that you can't completely get rid of negative people in your life. Like there's times when they're, you know, family or coworkers or whatever it is, you, sometimes you just got to work together. But the more that you make conversations positive, or if there is drama, just go like a gray rock method is what I've heard it described as. Meaning if people try to cause drama, just be like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> like just be completely boring to where they're not going to try to make you participate in drama. And just having more of a positive aspect about other people, like a positive insight um, or viewpoint about other people has really helped me not only in career, but in friendships and just my own confidence of knowing that other people aren't going to get the wrong impression about something that I said. And hopefully in six months time, that piece of advice helps you look back at your year and looking at the absolutely amazing aspects of other people because very few people on this earth, if anybody, is perfectly good or perfectly bad. Like we all have redeeming qualities. And so just being more positive about other people can be a really impactful thing. And in a nutshell, those are my tips for how to make the most out of your year. I hope that this is inspiring. I will definitely link you guys down below in the description text uh, where you can find all the people that I listen to for podcasts and the books I read regarding goal setting and just having a more fulfilling everyday life. And hopefully this was helpful. If it was, be sure to like it and share it. And I'll see you guys next time.